welcome to podcast number 195 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. Today's podcast is entitled, Having Faith for Abundant Living. This is going to be a fun podcast because I believe that Christians should live an abundant life. The name of our podcast is Quality Christian Living, and that implies abundant living, overcoming living, a life filled with the joy of the Lord. So this is going to be a fun, positive, encouraging, and motivating podcast, I believe. But before we get into it, we need to ask the Holy Spirit to guide and direct us. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, once again, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I ask for your divine intervention and touch on this podcast. I submit all that I've done to the Holy Spirit, and I invite him to come in now and take control and take charge. I pray that today lives would be touched, that people would understand that they should live an abundant life, and that the faith that they have can be the first step towards living that abundant, overcoming life. I thank you, God, once again for who you are, for what you've done in my life and in the lives of those who are listening in. I pray an anointing would go forth to touch everyone listening in who may struggle at time to time in living that abundant life. I thank you in advance for what's about to take place. And I call forth those things that are not as though that they are. And I ask that abundant living would flow through your believers, your followers, I pray. And I'll give you all the glory for it. Now in Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Now my podcasts are entitled Quality Christian Living because I have a desire to bring messages on living an abundant, positive, overcoming, more than conquerors Christian life. If you were to look over the nearly 200 podcasts that we have done, you would see a constant plan to help Christians live a quality Christian life. We have covered topics on faith, on miracles, on healings, on spiritual and financial prosperity, and so many, many more. I had a series that help people understand what it was like to talk in the Spirit, to pray in the Spirit, and to worship God in the Spirit. I believe that blessed many people. Sessions on the gifts and the fruit of the Spirit were given to help Christians understand that they can operate in the spiritual gifts. Because I was a banker and a pastor, we did a series on how to live debt-free based on God's word, totally on God's word. We did another series on how generosity brings a blessing to all of us and to others. So you can tell that we've had a plethora of topics that I believe have helped people and encouraged them. And today we're going to try and switch gears a little bit here and move in the realm of just faith for abundant living. I'm excited about this message. I believe that God has prepared it. He's given me a lot of guidance and direction, some wonderful scriptures that we'll get into. And I believe that your life's going to be blessed and touched. Now this podcast is called Faith for Abundant Living and has a goal to show Christians that our faith is the catalyst of abundant living. Let's start with John chapter 10 and verse 10. Let's see how Jesus felt about Christians living the abundant life. In this teaching in the book of John chapter 10, Jesus is speaking about living a wonderful life and he's talking about him being the good shepherd and his sheep and how he should lead them and how they should respond to what he has to say to them. And he has a particular verse, I believe, that helps an awful lot of people. And that's in John chapter 10 and verse 10 in the New Living Translation. And it says here, the thief's purpose. Now, the thief is Satan himself. That's the devil. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. Then Jesus says, my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. In verse 11, he says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for his sheep. So Jesus said, I'm going to give my 
life for you. That's how much I love you. That's how much I care for you. And I want you to live a wonderful, satisfying life, a life just filled with joy. Now, other translations in John chapter 10, verse 10, use different words. In the New King James Version, listen to what it says here. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. He didn't just say abundantly, but more abundantly. So Jesus wants us to live the abundant life and by faith we can do that. Now, some teachings on abundant living have often focused on just getting rich financially, financial wealth. And abundant living is far more than that. There's certainly nothing wrong with having financial blessing. I teach on it. I believe in it. And I believe that God wants to bless his people. But abundant living that Jesus is talking about deals with every area of our life. It's true that abundant living relates to financial increase. But let's get into so many more topics dealing with abundance. Christians have an abundant life, and it's defined in the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22. Now, let me read that and talk to you about the kind of life that Jesus wants his followers to live. In Galatians chapter 5 and verses 22 and I believe 23, we'll get into a couple of them. We are getting instructions from the Apostle Paul about having what he calls freedom in Christ and also living in the Spirit power, the power of the Holy Spirit. So he writes in the New Living Translation in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, and he says, But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, in verse 23, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Then he goes on to say in verse 24 that there are those who belong to Jesus Christ who have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. Now, that's the kind of life that he wants us to live. And I know it's the kind of life that we all want to live. We go back and we look at what we call the fruit of the Spirit, which is found in Galatians 5.22. And let's look at them individually very quickly now. It says, this kind of fruit needs, of course, needs to be in our lives. Love. If without love, quite frankly, we don't have anything. Jesus talked about so many things in life and his predominant theme was love. God sent his son to earth because he loved us so much. Jesus loved us so much that he went through everything that he possibly could, even even endured the cross and the humiliation and the suffering he went through to be beaten and then crucified on that cross for us. He wants us to have that love and he wants us to share that love with others. So maybe through this particular teaching, if you're not having the abundant life you'd like to have, maybe we need to evaluate the love that we show others and how much we appreciate the love that God has given us. He wants us to have joy. Now that's a joy that's not just getting happy because you're going to go see a movie that you want to see. I'm talking about deep joy, joy that's led by the Spirit of God. It's the fruit of the Spirit that should be in our life. We need to be happy. Christians need to smile. Christians need to be happy. Sometimes when I'm in church and I'll be walking down an aisle and I'll see people, you know, kind of walking around and I kind of like to look at the people and see how they're doing and see how they receive the message or 
You see how they're getting along with other people, whether they're by themselves or with with other people and visiting. And I really enjoy seeing Christians visiting after church. And I love to walk by them and hear them say things like, well, we'll see you at the coffee shop or we'll see you over there where we're going to have lunch for Christians to get together because they're enjoying being Christians and being with other Christians. They love other Christians and they have joy in their life. He wants us to have peace. The fruit of the Spirit is peace. Now, abundant living must have peace. And the Bible talks about a peace that passes all understanding and it guards our heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Now, that's found when we hear the scripture that says to be anxious for nothing, but everything with prayer, petitions with thanksgiving, we should make our requests made known to God. And then it says the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard our hearts and guard our minds in Christ Jesus. Peace is something that a lot of people struggle with. They might have a little bit of joy. They might have a little bit of happiness for a while, but then they struggle with having peace in their life. So we need to understand that our faith can bring us into the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, and peace. And we should seek peace and pursue it. It says to have patience. Now, we need to have patience in our walk with God. Now, there's something told to me when I was a young Christian. One pastor walked up to me and he says, well, one thing you don't want to do is pray for patience. And what he was saying is, if you're going to pray for patience, then God is going to allow trials and challenges into your life to test you to see if you can have patience. So I'm not so sure if you should pay, pray for patience or not, but I believe we should pray that we have the fruit of the Spirit in our life. And one of those fruits is patience. And then kindness is another fruit. If you want to be living an abundant Christian in life, we need to be kind to other people. We need to be happy to other people. We need to smile at other people and express our happiness and our joy when we when we see them and greet them. This also says that we need to have goodness in our life. And that just means being kind to other people and being good to people and finding ways to bless other people. We need to be faithful in all that we do and have faithfulness. It says we need to be gentle people. That means people slow to anger, slow to get into arguments and fights and want to prove their point. We need to be gentle with people and self-control. We need to understand our weaknesses and ask the Holy Spirit to have control over those weaknesses so we can walk in the Spirit of God. So we want to have, and I'll repeat them very quickly, fruit of the Spirit in our life in order to have a life of abundance. And that is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. If we have those things operating our life, we are going to be living an abundant life. Now, a few moments ago in this podcast, I made a gave you a scripture which is found in Philippians 4, 6 through 8. And it talks about not worrying about things. In order to have an abundant life, we need to have control over our anxieties and our worries and our stress and those frustrations. This is a scripture that I pray every single day before I go to bed. I thank God when I read the scripture. I just say, God, I thank you so much that I don't have to worry about anything. Instead, I, I need to pray about everything and I need to tell you what I need. And I thank you for all that you've done. And then I know that you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand, and that your peace will guard my heart and my mind as I live in Christ Jesus. And when I read that, and that's the scripture, Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6 and verse 7, when I read that, it builds my faith even before I go to bed. It just gives me a peace that I fall right to sleep and I feel that the joy of the Lord is my strength. And then in verse number 8 in Philippians chapter 4, Paul goes on to say some other words that will help us to live an abundant life. He says, Now, dear brothers and sisters, 
one final thing. Paul's had to get that extra one final thing. You know he was a preacher because he had to squeeze one more thought in. That's kind of how we do things. He says here, fix your thoughts. Now, let's stop right there. Fix your thoughts. That means focus. Get your mind set. Get your thoughts ready. Fix them. Set them in place. Fix your thoughts on what is true. That will bring forth an abundant life, guys. I can tell you that. And it says, an honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Then he says in verse 9, keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me. Everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. So Paul's giving this wonderful scripture. One of my absolute favorites in the Bible is found in Philippians in chapter 4. Chapter 4 is just a great verse. If you've not studied it, if you've not spent time in it, and you're seeking the abundant life, then I would suggest you get into Philippians chapter 4 and read it and study it and remind yourself to fix your thoughts on what's true, what's honorable, right, pure, and lovely, and admirable. And when we think about these things, and think about things that are excellent, and things that are that are worthy of praise, then we're going to be blessed. We're going to sense the power of God in our life, and we're going to experience abundance. And we're going to be Christians living in abundance. But we can only do all of that by God's Word, and then exercising our faith for abundant living. Now, how do we have the faith we need to live an abundant life and especially in times of trial, when we're facing all kinds of trials. Well, in John 10.10, 10, I read about that, where Jesus endorsed Christian living abundantly. He wants us to live an abundant life. And it says, and I believe it's telling us that by faith, we must believe that. We must trust that that's going to happen in our life and, and believe that it's possible. And then not only believe that it's possible, but it in reality, it's here. Call forth those things that are not as though they are, which simply means if you don't have that in your life, call it forth. Say, I believe I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be encouraging to people. I'm going to walk in the fruit of the Spirit with love and joy and peace and kindness and gentleness. And I'm going to have the fruit of spirit in my life and I'm going to think on things that are good and true and pure and lovely and right and correct and excellent and worthy of praise and when I do that I'm going to live an abundant life I'm telling you if you're catching this I believe your spirit's starting to leap within you right now and give you that encouragement that you need you see I do all that not that I've got all the answers but I know where I can get my source of confidence and strength and my source of abundant living and it's in the word of God I do that by claiming that it's God's promise for me and so I read it and believe it and and tell you when when you read the scriptures and I've said this many times before, and I think it's worth repeating. When you read the scriptures, be sure that you read them and that they apply to you. I like to say, Lord, I thank you that you've given me when I read a scripture. Many times when I read a promise of God where it says, like I said earlier, I tell God, thank you that, that I don't have to be anxious about anything because I can bring everything to you in prayer because it's, it's made for me. And if you'll do that, the word becomes so alive. It becomes so real and it'll make a major difference in your life. Now, by the way, the promise that Jesus Jesus made is an irrevocable gift. Promises he made you is a gift from him. That gift of faith is irrevocable. The gift in the word of God that gives us our promises is irrevocable. For us to obtain and continue to experience it throughout our life, that's what he wants. He wants us to live this, start with it, and continue it. Remember last podcast, I said that Jesus is the author and the perfecter of our faith. That was in podcast number 194. That's the word of God. And that's what he is. And that's how we need to live and how we need to operate. Now, I believe in order to have faith and live the abundant life, Jesus is talking about this, this life that he's explaining to us. We must believe that Jesus lived 
an abundant life. Now, we must not look at Jesus as being poor financially or under under attack constantly, although he was, that he was born in a stable and feel sorry for that and whatever. All the things that we think about that maybe the bad things he experiences and the terrible things that he went through. I don't like to think of Jesus that way. That's why I can't look at Jesus still hanging on a cross. I like to see a cross that's empty, that doesn't have Jesus on it. And I'm not making a slur against anyone else or challenging anyone else's faith, but I like to see a cross that Jesus is not on because he was resurrected from the dead. He's no longer on the cross. And when I see an empty cross, I know I'm supposed to put my life there and sacrifice my life, sacrifice my thoughts, sacrifice my dreams and my visions and my ideas to the Lord and put him first like he put us first. We must look at Jesus as the King of Kings, the Lord of Lord, the miracle worker, the way maker, the life giver, the resurrected one, the Son of God, and look at him as one who survived the grave. Jesus is part of the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And that's my view of him. And that helps me live the abundant life. Now, once again, here, let's let's get into this and try and plant this in even deeper. Faith to live abundantly is to think about who we were before Jesus came into our life. Let me use my life for an example. I'm very familiar with it, so I'll use my own life. I was self-centered on my career and success. I love my wife and our children, but I put my career first. This was before I became a Christian. I did not know what would happen to me when I would die someday. I was not a believer in Jesus Christ. I thought that Christians were kind of weak and kind of losers. I never prayed or read the Bible. All of my close friends were unsaved, ungodly people. But after Jesus came into my life, everything changed. God was first in my life, then my wife, then my children, and my career was fourth, maybe fifth or sixth on the priority list. What's interesting is when I made my career first on my list, I wasn't advancing very fast in in the banking industry. But when I made Jesus first in my life and I put God first in everything that I did and I made sure that my wife was more important than my career and my children were more important than my career and my health was more important than my career, when I looked at that, then my career took off. When I became a Christian, all of a sudden the career that I had at the bank just exploded. And within a matter of a few years, I had received promotion after promotion. And God, I believe, was directing that and guiding it because I became a different person. God wanted to bless his His follower. By faith, I knew heaven was in my future someday. And by faith, we gave our time and our finances to God. We tithe and always have. By faith, I began to prosper and be in good health even as my soul prospered, I began to live the abundant life. Now, I'm positive that those who are listening to this particular podcast have something they're going through, a similar story maybe before they became Christians. Now, after you gave your heart to Jesus and made him your Lord and Savior, things change in your life. If you have never come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you've never made that commitment, let me just take a moment. Just only take a moment. But if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, just say, Father, I'm sorry for the sins of my life. I repent of my sins. I ask you to forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God and he died for me. He gave his life for me and he sits at the right hand of the Father. And so this day I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Now, if you prayed that prayer, go find a good church. Find a church that'll bless you. Get the Bible out and read it. I believe the New Living Translation is one of the easiest translations to read and one of the ones that was is comfortable for people. So I pray that you would do that and move forward and you grow in the Lord and experience that abundant living that we're talking about today. Now, to have faith, to live abundantly, we need to stay close 
to God's word. When we read the scriptures, we must always speak the words we read. We need to use God's word in our life. We need to apply it to our life. The Bible tells us to speak his word. And so when I mean what speak his word is that you claim his word. And when you speak his word and make it verbal, then it becomes part of you. And you start feeling the Bible flowing through you, your heart and your mind and your thoughts and your actions and your response and your hopes and your desires are led by the word of God. Let me give you a couple examples of speaking the word of God. In the book of Hebrews, in chapter four and verse number 12, it's a wonderful scripture. Many of you already know what it is because you've read the word of God, you've studied it, and you're familiar with that scripture. But these are the promises for God's people. And when this was written, you know, there was a lot of turmoil in the world. Well, there's a lot of turmoil in the world right now also. And so with turmoil, we need to run to the word of God for guidance and direction. So in Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12 in the New Living Translation, listen to these words. For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between the soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. You see, what the word of God does is it separates good and bad. It separates evil from just and godly living. It separates bad thoughts from good thoughts. And when we speak the word of God and we claim it, it says here, it's alive and powerful. It needs to be alive and powerful in us. We know the Bible's alive and powerful because the Bible is still being printed this day. It's the most printed book in the history of the world, all over this world. Now there's some that hate it and some burn it and some destroy it, but it has survived and lived centuries and centuries, thousands of years have gone by and the word of God is still real and real and alive and should be in our life. It says it is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, which means that it cuts between joint and marrow, between soul and spirit. And so when we read it, we need to claim it. We need to speak it. When I have a problem in, in my body physically, I say, Father, I need a healing touch. So I'm going to claim your promises in your word that by your stripes, I'm healed. It's, that's my promise, that's my claim, and I claim that word and I speak it in Jesus' name. When I had my multiple myeloma bone marrow diagnosis, I went to the word immediately and looked for scriptures that were filled with healing. And I came to one that I talked about in the last podcast. And it's the story of the 10 healed of leprosy. And Jesus was speaking, it was in Luke chapter 17 and I have this written down and I pray it every single day. At the end of this, one of those that he that Jesus healed of leprosy, basically he looked at him and he says, he says, and Jesus said to the man, stand up and go, your faith has healed you. And that's in Luke chapter 17 and verse 19. And I use the part of that scripture that I need in my life. I speak the scripture and claim it. And I and I love to read what Jesus said in Luke 17:19 again, stand up and go, your faith has healed you. That needs to be our prayer. We need to believe that and we need to claim that and walk in that and in the power of God. You see, whatever we need, we need to speak the word into it in order for us to receive the answer that we need. The word of God tells us that that if we need a healing, then we need to speak healing from the word of God. If we need finances, we need to speak about finances found in the word of God. If we want a better marriage, then we need to speak the word of God about how to have a better marriage and look it up and find out exactly what God's word says about that. It tells us how in our marriages, men, you need to love your wife like Christ loved the church. Well, then we need to say if we're having a marital problem, God, I need to love my wife as, as Christ loved the church. And ladies, you need to read what it says that you should respect your husband and love him and care for him. And that the Bible 
Bible tells us that marriages need to come together, that we need to love each other more importantly than we do ourselves. And that needs to be read, that needs to be taught, that needs to be spoken, that needs to be into our life. We need to call it forth and believe in it. When we need to have a financial blessing in our life, we we need to give of our finances and say, I give this to you, Father. And when I give to you, you promise me you'd bless it and you would return it to me, pressed down, shaken together and running over. You would pour blessings back into my life. That doesn't mean necessarily if you give money to the church, you're going to get a big check in the mail. You might, you could, it's possible. God's able to do anything. But what it means is when you give finances to the church, God's going to bless you in many, many ways. When you give your heart to God, he blesses you. When you bless others, God blesses you. When you want to be friends with other people and you go out and get friends, God blesses you with friends. Bible says if you want friends, you need to be friendly to other people. So the word of God is filled with examples of how to find our need in the word of God. The Bible says in Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. What we speak What we say, there's death in life. Well, I want the life part of that. I want to speak life. I want to think positive things, say positive things, be encouraging to others, bless other people, and believe the power of God is going to fall in their life. Well, I tell you, I'm now switched from teaching to preaching, but that's what you get when you're listening to a podcaster who was a pastor for 20 years and a Bible teacher in a Sunday school class for over 15 more years. Can't help but let the preaching come forward. But this is the truth that I'm giving you, and it's, it's how you have can receive faith to live that abundant life. I want you to live that abundant life. I want you to live that overcoming life, that powerful life. So I want to pray for you right now. And I'm going to believe that as I pray, you're going to feel the power of God come over your body. You're going to sense that you're going to start having faith for that abundant life. Those old attitudes about maybe negativity or nothing good ever happens to me, all that stuff is going to go away and be replaced with the joy of the Lord is my strength. God wants me to prosper in all things and be in good health as my soul prospers. So let me pray for you. Father, there's those that are listening in today that are abundant people. They live the abundant life. They know what I'm talking about. It's real in their life. They experience it and they share with other people. But there are also those who struggle, Lord, with living that abundant life, living that quality Christian life, living that life filled with joy, a life that makes them more than a conqueror, an overcomer, an abundant person in all that they do. So I pray, God, that your blessings would come down upon them and that their faith, those who have come to you with this, listening to this podcast, that their faith will increase to receive abundant living. And they'll do what the Apostle Paul wrote about. Think on the things that are good and that they'll walk in the in the fruit of the Spirit and have love and joy and peace and goodness and kindness and gentleness, Father, and self-control in their lives, Father. And they'll experience the joy of the Lord and the joy of the Lord will be their strength, God. And they will become positive in so many ways. That doesn't mean they have to run around looking silly and acting silly and dancing and singing everywhere they go. But it means that they have confidence in who they are in Christ Jesus, that their faith comes from him, that Jesus is the author and the finisher and the perfecter of their faith, God. And they want that faith to grow and prosper them. And they want that faith, Father, Lord, to to bring forth abundant living in their life, Father. I pray they'll be blessed spiritually, Lord, and financially, Lord, and emotionally, Lord, and in all they need and all they do. I pray they would go to your word, Father, and find the answers in your word. Thank you, God, once again for this opportunity. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the opportunity to speak life and hope 
into the future, into the lives of those who are listening in today. I pray that those who are listening in would invite others to listen to these topics on faith and listen to the abundant living and realize that they can also live that life. Thank you, God, for this opportunity. And I pray blessing on all those listening in today. And I'll give you the praise for it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I hope this has been a blessing to you. I hope that you've enjoyed it because I thoroughly have enjoyed this podcast. I've been looking forward to it ever since the Lord gave me the idea to speak on it. And as I wrote my outline, I was just getting kind of more and more excited about the opportunities here to speak life and hope and prosperity into people's lives and that they would live an abundant life. So if you'd like to get additional information on on how we teach in quality Christian living, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you get there on that front page, you'll see a link to all my podcasts. If you want to click that link on, you'll pull up now some 195 at this point podcasts that I've done as of this date. And there's so many topics in there and so many subjects that I believe will be a blessing to them. And, and if you want to do that, you can see books on finance, books on, on the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, walking in the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, at prosperity and generosity and book and on faith. I've got a number of things there that I think will help them and those podcasts should bless them. So I hope you'll take advantage of that. In addition to that, if you're on my webpage, you can pull up the books that I've written. I've written several that are on there right now, and I have a couple more underway. I've written a couple books to help veterans and strengthen them as they're recovering from returning from their military activity. So a couple books, one on Vietnam and one on the the challenges that veterans face when they've served in the military, especially in a combat area. Also a book helping them to understand what faith is. It's called Receive Everything from What We Call Nothing. And that teaching, I believe, will help them to understand that you don't have to have it in your hand to believe that God can do it for you. We can accept things and believe things, even though they haven't happened yet. We can call them forth as as though that they are. And so I hope that'll be a blessing to you. There's a book there on generosity and how it can bless you and bless others. And another book entitled Experience the Joy of Debt-Free Living. It's a step-by-step approach to give you a concept, a plan on how to get out of debt and stay out of debt. And that was written based upon God's word. But as many of you know, I was a banker for 15 years. And uh, during that period of time, I was able to do a lot of teaching to help people get out of debt and prepare for their retirement. And I know that there'll be a blessing to you if you get into any of these books. I think it'll be helpful and don't forget to link on to the podcast. In addition to that, if you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. So this brings our podcast to a close. So I want to give you a greeting, I believe, that will send a blessing into your life. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. My next episode is going to be once again on faith. We're going to take another step into faith and talk about the significance and the power of walking in faith to live a life worthy of what Jesus claimed that we should have. Now, until next time, may God richly bless you and may you live and experience abundant living. Thank you so much for listening in.